TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts, Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damien Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to The Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. I'm Damien Kristoff. And I'm Brett Hill. And this is The Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness to our lives. Damien, Brett, we have a repeat guest on this particular show. I'm really super excited about this because she's uh, she sponsored us and helped us in the Wellness Summits in previous years, and uh, it's really exciting to have her back on the Wellness Guy Show. Damien, would you like to do the honors to introduce our Love special to guest do today? This. Love to do the honors. I nearly fell over myself as you tripped over your words in the introduction to LT. Oh, you like that, so, do you? You love it when I make mistakes. It's <laughs> so good. Well, you say Mr. Perfect that I just, I, I, I get shocked. I'm shocked, but I'm shocked with impressed with him. You know, I'm, I'm what, happy what, oh, did and you just glad. Over your words. Oh, I did. I did. <laughs> there you go. The universe <laughs> just smacked me in the face. I love it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Anyway, well, I'm going to introduce this beautiful woman to us uh, today. Um, Amanda McMillan has been a guest on 100 Not Out. We videoed with her and we spoke about surrogacy and and how amazing that was. And we'll bring that up again today. Uh, she's the founder and owner of Well and You with her great friend Maxine, and uh, she's doing amazing things in the wellness industry. She's been a keen supporter of the wellness guys, the wellness couch, pretty much since we got going. And um, and it's wonderful to have her back on the show today to talk about what is Well and You, what it's up to, and where it's going. And and so, without me saying any more, Amanda, welcome to our show. Oh, thank you. Thanks, guys, for having me today. It's amazing and. It's been fabulous to watch your journey as well and have all your support around the Well and You journey. So thank you so much. Amanda, Well and You is spelt funny. It's really hard to pronounce. It's really hard to spell. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I didn't go very well in French and I'm not Canadian, so it makes it really difficult. I was just wondering, um, what is Well and You and how did you get the spelling like that? Yeah, well, I've, I've got a the most beautiful husband, graphic designer and um, brand kind of manager for us and, and he comes up with all of the names for everything for Well and You um, and so basically played on, on that Well in You um, word and, you know, that's kind of where we started, Damo, you know, wanting to uh, wanting other people to be well and, and, you know, really tune into themselves around, you know, what that looked like for them. So the name sort of evolved from there and I think he kind of got a bit fancy as well, hey. <laughs> he did, he did. But how did you realise that people went well? What were you noticing that, that kind of sparked your interest in creating yeah, a movement yeah. around this? Definitely. So the journey really started with myself and, and a girlfriend, Michelle McCartan, and we both came from HR and, and learning and development backgrounds. So we're pretty fascinated in, you know, exploring and learning um, and growing in, in ourselves all of the time and just took on a keen interest around wellness, um, you know, had lots going on like everyone else does, um, jobs and businesses, trying to start businesses and family and, and, you know, small children and all of that sort of thing. And really for us, we were inundated, you know, this is kind of going back five or six years now, inundated with information around wellness that, you know, obviously you Google, you go and watch people, you hear things, you read things. Um, And for us, it was really around, you know, um, lots of people saying, you know, do this 12-week this, drink this much water, go to sleep now, you know, all of this kind of quite prescribed 
um, wellness regime, I suppose. And so re- we tried lots and di- lots of different things and explored lots of different things and then kind of thought to ourselves, you know what, this doesn't necessarily work across the board for everyone. And um, I think that, you know, we kind of, uh, every time something didn't work for us, we would get, you know, um, a bit, you know, upset about that and, and, you know, and thinking, gosh, you know, we can't do that properly. And then you've got the guilt going on over here in something else, etc. And we just thought to ourselves, gosh, there's got to be a better way and a more joyful and fun way to incorporate wellness into our lives. And so we really went back to basics and thought to ourselves, you know what, let's create some permission around people creating their own and figuring out their own wellness journey. And to do that, um, the only way we knew how to do that was ask questions of yourself. So, you know, create some space in your busy life to um, be able to see by yourself and look inward and and really ask yourself some questions around how you want to show up in the world. Um, And so as soon as we were able to do that, we were able to kind of give ourselves that permission and go, you know what, I'm going to drink this much water because that's how it makes me feel and I'm going to sleep at this times because, you know, that's the optimal for me, which was quite different for Michelle. So, um, yeah, we, we, we went on that journey and really um, explored that and, and explored what, what was going to be, you know, make us the, the best versions of ourselves. And it's interesting, Amanda, like you said, there's so much information out there now and there's so many different ideas around what we should be doing and shouldn't be doing. And, and even just the word wellness means such different things to different people. I mean, we use it all the time on this show, but we don't always sit back and define what we mean when we say it. So what's wellness for you, Amanda? How would you define it? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I really define wellness around being showing up in the world in the best way that that I want to, you know, with with as little, um, I suppose, prescription as I possibly can from the outside world. So, you know, for me, you know, that, that looks like, you know, going to the country on weekends and spending that with my family outdoors, going to a farmer's market, for example, you know, cooking food together. During the week, that looks very different. You know, it's grabbing a green smoothie as I, you know, walk in the door, um, at the moment, what, what's making me feel amazing is I'm, you know, back into the CrossFit, which, you know, doesn't work for everyone. But for me, that really um, is a beautiful, you know, outlet for me. Um, and I balance that with yoga. And so, you know, wellness for me um, means working out your own prescription, working out what you can do in your life for yourself and and for your family and friends that's going to create that best life for you, which looks completely different to the next person um, next to you and and also changes and morphs, I think, as well throughout time. So, you know, what works for you now might not necessarily work for you in a couple of months' time and, you know, that's also okay. I love that. I love the aspect of just over, you know, for you it's about the journey and and not so much the, the destination itself. And um, you know, anybody who knows you and you can, I hope that the, the listeners can actually hear it in your voice because, you know, when people meet you, you just have that energy about you. Um, when they see you, you just bring this joyfulness. It's probably the word that, you know, describes you the most. Um, you have that great energy that people are attracted to. But sure enough, that most, it must have taken you some time to get to that space. And a lot of times that people forget it is about the journey. They, they just want that right now. How long do you think and I'm sure you would say that it's still on the journey, but how long did it take you to kind of get to that space where you just feel comfortable or um, that you're you're in that space of like 
joyfulness and happiness. And uh, did, did it take you a long time to discover and fine tune it and figure it out? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, LT. I think that it, it is absolutely an ongoing journey and sometimes I get that right and other times I get that very wrong. And and I think now, you know, being on that wellness journey for quite some time, you know, probably like yourselves can realise my body tells me straight away when, I, you know, I've, I've really not um, been in tune with it for, for a week or so. You know, I'll, I'll really kind of crash in terms of my energy um, and that's a real wake-up call for me. But before then, you know, across my life, I've had real periods of time that I've just ignored, um, you know, wellness for me and, and that, you know, manifested in lots of different ways and, you know, I'm kind of still, you know, paying the, the price for that. Um, yeah, but yeah, it, it is absolutely a journey. I think the, the thing that springs to mind around that question as well, LT, is, is to be able to, um, for me, it's surrounding myself with people like yourselves and like my other, you know, supporters and friends and mirrors sometimes that really push you forward um, and, you know, remind you all of the, all of the time about the joy. Um, so it's not you know, I don't necessarily bounce out of bed like this every single day, but I think that those constant reminders and surrounding yourself with people that are on a similar journey that can lift you up and, and you know, push you forward is certainly what inspires me. Amanda, it is inspiring to, to watch you and to see you doing what you're doing. You've, um, you've managed to, I suppose, create in Melbourne at least, and I'm not sure if you're doing it in other states as well, but definitely in Melbourne, a huge movement around wellness, but it's occurring with the younger generation and a lot of young, successful, um, early professionals. Um, tell us, what, what are the sorts of things that you're doing to engage these young people and, and how are they, you know, rallying to it? Are they taking to it well? Are they, you know, are they becoming infected like we've all been infected? I was just, uh, I'm very curious as to what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, community and, and collaboration is a really, um, you know, massive part of what kind of excites me every day and, and to be able to create something with a number of other people, um, you know, you use the word movement and, you know, that would be lovely. I'm not sure that we're there yet, but it would be really, you know, lovely to create this movement. I think that, you know, the, the some of the things that we do is try and make this wellness really accessible. Um, so, you know, not making it, you know, hard or difficult or complicated, but just making it really accessible for, for people. So that might might mean for them to come along to a, you know, event of ours and really um, out of that event get some inspiration, not just for that day, but ongoing. So, Everything that we want to do with people and how we want to engage is for their ongoing, um, you know, enjoyment and success and, um, you know, changing their lives to, to be how they want them to be ongoing. So we're really trying to inspire people through through that. Mm-hmm. Um and I think, I think to be honest, it's just about bringing really amazing people together and then make, yeah, as I said, making it accessible for people um, to come and join and not feel like, um, you know, they can't do something or, you know, that's just for, you know, people that already know about wellness. So um, nothing gives me more joy than, than kind of, you know, coming into our workshops and seeing people of all different ages, bringing their friends, bringing their family along, you know, people that have never done yoga before um, and just giving it a go and, um, 
you know, bringing information that I suppose that we love to hear and uh, demystify to our audience in a really accessible way. You know, Amanda, uh, following up on a question that, or an answer you actually gave earlier when I asked the question about your journey, you mentioned something about your the process that sometimes you don't get it right, um, and you know, you know, sometimes you need to pull back and 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 reflect back or start to change something. Um, how does that, how does that manifest for you as a person? So so that gives us a context that you know, because everybody's different. But to you, how do you yeah. know when you're going down the wrong path, or you know, in the past, or maybe currently? Yeah, so LT, my body will, you know, give me the reaction straight away. So, for example, one of the big things for me, you know, I get excited about life and and so I try and pack lots into my life and I don't necessarily always, you know, um, respect that, you know, I can get so much out of life and give so much if I give myself some time. So that might just be, um, you know, a walk along the beach. It might be dropping my kids off at school. It, you know, it can look all different ways. Um, and so for me, if I pack too much into, you know, my life without, you know, allocating some time for that sort of stillness and that quietness and rejuvenation, I will not be able to, literally not be able to think properly. So, you know, I'll, my words will actually come out all jumbled up. Um, I would get really tired to the point of, you know, I can't write an email because I can't think to be able to write it. Um, and that really manifested for me. I'm not sure whether this is um, will be of interest to your your community, but I worked in the corporate world for a very long um, time and, and through a period of my life that I thought that I was, you know, indestructible. And and so kind of worked, you know, a lot of hours at a very high pace with loads of responsibility and just ignored, you know, my body and ignored what was going on. And so coming out of um, that experience for me, um, I got post-traumatic stress disorder. But what happened for me out of that was that I started to not know what things were. So I didn't know the name of a cat or I didn't know what a glass was. So literally I would see a glass on the table and the word glass couldn't come out of my mouth. Um, So that was the extreme for me back in those days. And so now to answer your question, I know when I'm not looking after myself, I'm not, you know, living my best life when stuff like that starts to creep back in. And because I'm so sensitive to it, 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 it kind of smacks me quite, quite quickly Mm. um yeah so that's kind of the cue for me and amanda i guess like those are really obvious cues um and and you know that's that's a really significant event and experience to have had but the cues aren't always as obvious and sometimes it can be really hard to tell you know you mentioned before doing crossfit and you know you do a crossfit workout and sometimes after that you can feel a bit sore you know sometimes after that you can feel uh, lacking in energy. What are you like talking you, about? Burnt, well, yeah, <laughs> you, you can feel like you've burnt yourself out a little bit. And, and the trick with that and the challenge with that is to figure out like when is it a good stimulus? When is it a good stress and it's benefiting you and, and it's a, you know, a normal part of that journey? And, and when is it too much that it's adversely affecting your health? You know, we were just talking about uh, coming away from the Wellness Breakthrough on the weekend, which I'm sure mm. we'll do an episode on sometime soon. It was an amazing weekend with some really profound breakthroughs. And and for us as facilitators, just the emotional energy that was expended by everyone across the weekend left us feeling a bit flat. You know, and I know for Lawrence, he, he just you know decided to take a day off of CrossFit, which for Lawrence, you know, that just doesn't happen. He's like three machine. days off. I haven't even been back so yet. Like, 
how do you figure out for you, Amanda, like when is it okay to say, hey, I need to pull back and when is it, hey, that's actually a good stress and a good challenge and I just need to keep working through? Yeah, I think that's, I think it's a really tricky one, isn't it? You know, and um, I think for me, the more in tune that I can be. So for me that, you know, meditation is a, is a way that I can really tune into what's going on for me before it gets to, you know, that kind of extreme place. And so I think the more aware you can be of what's going on for you through noticing. So we do lots of work with people that have never done any type of mindfulness before um, around just tuning in and noticing what's going on for them. So um, I think that that kind of tuning in to yourself and, and noticing is is the key to unlocking, you know, am I pushing myself, you know, the right amount? Is this curiosity and growth or am I pushing too hard? Um, and so for me that's that's done through meditation and just through noticing, you know, what what's what's going on for me, what are the reactions that are happening in my body. Um, I think for a lot of people as as well, Brett, um, around uh, wellness and, and mindfulness, I, I feel like it comes, you know, it's just a little niggle. It's just a curiosity. Something's not, you know, quite right in my life. I'd like to, you know, change things up a little bit. And, um, you know, that being able to tune in and understand where it, when it's curiosity and it's pushing yourself forward in a really positive and, and great way around growing, um, you know, is the key. Yeah, really kind of noticing for yourself what what is it about. Mm. Um, so, you know, Amanda, one of the things, that, the challenges that, uh, you know, you go through, and, and it's really great to hear all that because I think that, you know, for us as, you know, for people who are living in the corporate space especially, oftentimes we get lost. We don't even recognize the signs. So it's really great to share those because everybody, like Brett said, we all experience it differently. But I will say that what, do you, what are you seeing? Because obviously you are dealing with a lot of, um, people who are in that space who may be going through that that period of stress and high stress. What's actually happening now? Because I mean, what I imagine that what's going on in 2017, like what you know, that was quite different than what was happening in 2012, for example. What are some of the things that are popping up for people at the moment? What are they struggling with the most? Yeah, yeah. Look, it's it's. I think it's wide and varied, and and surprisingly, I think that you know across the last even decade that there's you know, similar things, you know, it's, but it's exacerbated now because of, I suppose, you know, technology is, is a big factor and that can be amazing and, and really, you know, help us in our lives, but it can also be um, quite detrimental to people. And so um, I think for for us within Well and You, we, we see a lot of overwhelm and we see a lot of busyness um, and we see people kind of, I suppose, get into this pattern of, you know, I've got to do more, I've got to work harder and do more and do more and do more. And then it becomes this place where they just don't know how to pull back in a lot of ways um, and and don't know how to have that conversation, don't know how to change up their working week to be able to create some um, stillness for them. Um, we do a lot of work around um, productivity with corporates and, um, it, you know, it's really hard to get your head around but, you know, oftentimes to be able to slow down a little bit, you actually have a much bigger output in terms of your productivity. Um, so, yeah, I think the stress and the overwhelm are, are probably the things that people are struggling with most um, and, and the consequences that happen from, from that, which is, you know, the productivity um, you know, you're doing more, you might be doing more hours, but not necessarily, you know, being, 
more productive and able to deliver uh, better results. Um, and innovation, you know, innovation and problem solving, you know, become less because you're, you know, you're overwhelmed. You, you know, your mind can't be in those you know, beautiful um, alpha waves to be able to be really creative. Um, yeah, and then and then a whole lot of things happen from that. So, you know, you, you potentially lose your connections with other people, um, you know, you're you micro, you know, focusing on, on different things. Your self-worth might go down because, you know, you're attaching that to, um, you know, for a lot of people they attach that to their role and if they don't feel successful in their role then their confidence drops and their self-worth drops as well. So, you know, lots of things can happen from that place of overwhelm. You know, it's interesting talking about, I guess, the stress and the overwhelm, Amanda, because seemingly from the outside in, you're, you're someone who has a lot going on in your life. You know, you, you have this company that you run, you're dealing with all these corporates, and yet in your personal life, you're able to do some amazing things as well. And, you know, one of the things Damien mentioned at the start was was that you've been able to be a surrogate parent for someone else. Um, and if it, that seems like an amazing journey. I'd, I'd love to hear you talk about uh that journey as well because you know that's obviously a big deal and a big commitment from a personal level to be able to achieve at the same time as achieving all of this business success as well yeah yeah thanks Brett I forget about that you know sometimes um so Willow is um almost six months old so she's just really beautiful and um her sister who I was a surrogate for as well Harper she's two and a half um, so that journey was really amazing, but and I think from the outside, you know, people can, you know, look at other people and and think, gosh, you know, how do they do all of those different things and juggle all of that and and so forth. And you know, I, I haven't really met anyone yet that has their you know life together. So I think that that's number one. You know, no one's really you know got it all together always, and so that's, that's except for Lawrence, but easy. He did skip this CrossFit, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, there you go. <laughs> oh, joking, um, and so I think that for me, you know, it's it was really getting clear on what my values were, and and you know what was really at my core to be able to drive what I do in life, and and so one of those the things that were really at my core was this. Um, wanting to give to um, other people and that kind of comes out in lots of different areas of my life but certainly for Brent my husband and I the surrogacy was you know um, a big part of the giving and and to be able to give the gift of life to you know our best friends that you know weren't able to have a baby themselves and so um, yeah and so that really kind of just drove that that journey for us and um, that sense of giving which is you know feels right for me you know right at my core I feel really happy when I'm able to give to other people um, you know was kind of at the foundation of that surrogacy journey um, I think the other interesting thing about surrogacy, I think, you know, as a probably as a metaphor for, you know, for other things in your life is that, you know, when you're a surrogate you, and, you know, when, you, when you're pregnant, any, anyone doesn't have to be a surrogate, you've really got to look after yourself. Um, you know, you've got a, um, you know, you're growing, uh, you know, another being. So, you know, there's so much going on in your body, as, as you guys know. And so really, you've got to be very conscious, I think, about filling your own bucket up so that, mm. that you can then grow an amazing baby. And, and in this case, for me, it was, a, was growing an amazing baby for someone else. And so that kind of put another layer of perspective around, you know, 
making sure that my cup was always full. Mm. Um, and I think that that brings it back for me to the core of what wellness is about as well. You know, for me, there's so much in it about how you want to show up in life. And, you know, I believe that you, you're not going to be able to show up in life how you would really truly like to if your cup is really empty. Um, you know, if you're running on nothing, so if you're not necessarily looking after your, you know, your nutrition and your movement and your mind and your connections and your rest and, and all of those things that, um, uh, you know, you don't have to be perfect around all those things and certainly I'm, I'm not perfect around all of those things but just to be conscious about those things and what impact they have on you and, you know, how, how you want to be. Well, and I think it's important for people to realize the reason why we're asking these questions is because it really shows the the 360 uh, angle of you and as a person. And I think, you know, to be able to see someone who is um, who wants to spread joy into the world and happiness in the world, they get to see the reason why and the purpose. So my question is that not everybody, I think very few people would even consider what you have done. Um, and you might not see it that way. But for, you know, from outside looking in it, that's a very big call, a decision to make. And because there's so much responsibility. Um, there's so much responsibility for yourself, emotional, uh, mental, um, that, you know, psyche that has to go around this whole situation. But what my question is, is wh- where did that sense of giving, um, because you said the word giving, you wanted to give it to you, you, you know, your best friends, that there was a, a part of you that did it. Where does that sense of giving come from? Uh, you know, was, has it always been there for you? Was there a moment in time that you realized that that, that was one of your gifts to the world? Yeah, I think I think it's been it's certainly been there throughout my life. Absolutely, um, I think it's evolved. Um, certainly, I think it was you know my family. I, I grew up with. Um, I've got three sisters and um, my mum and dad, and they 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 all live in Tasmania, still about ten minutes away from each other. So it's a really beautiful kind of family country upbringing where my parents were really involved and still are in the community and um you know really giving in in that sense and so I kind of grew up in an environment that giving was just part of what you do you know you you know you look after your family and you look after the community that's around you and so I think that I've just taken that on my on my journey throughout life and um you know as I've done more work on myself and and you know, particularly through the work um, in the wellness space as well, I think you just, you know, narrow that down for yourself. You know, when do you feel your happiest? You know, when do you feel the most joy? When do you have the most fun? And, and you know, and for me that, you know, what lights me up is to be able to give to to other people. And in turn, you know, I get so much back. And so, um, you know, I think that that's getting really clear on on what lights me up was so important. And once again, Amanda, from the from the outside looking in at a journey like that, there there seemingly are many challenges to it, and, and some of those would be physical in terms of the actual pregnancy and, and all that sort of stuff. Some of them would be really mental in terms of the capacity to to carry a baby and then hand over to someone else. Um, what have you found has been the biggest challenge um, on this journey, and how have you overcome that? Yeah. Um... Definitely. Lots of challenges and, and um, lots of challenges across, um, you know, from the, the, the first surrogacy and the second surrogacy for our, the same people. So our best friends um, were, were a little bit different as well. Um, for me, I think that the work that goes into the journey before you are accepted to be a surrogacy was so important. So they kind of test you in, in every fashion around, you know, I suppose your capacity to actually give 
um, you know, to give the baby, a, a, you know, across and and to you know to to make that happen. Um, so all of that kind of testing was done. The hardest thing for me, I suppose, was the first time around. A couple of weeks before um, I gave birth, it kind of dawned on me. Um, gosh, you know, I don't know anyone else that's done this before, and so I don't know what to expect of the actual birthing process, and and you know what's going to take you know, take course across that day. And so um, that kind of scared me, I suppose, that, you know, it shows my control freak personality, you know, I need to know what was going on. Um, and so I reached out to a, a lady that had been through not the same thing, but um, you know, the closest that I could kind of get to the experience. And really, she took me through that whole process around emotionally, Amanda, you know, this is potentially what's going to happen, because you're going to go into a hospital, um, you know, you, there's going to be this beautiful event, you know, physically you know and mentally really hard but then you've got you're going to walk out of the hospital with without a baby and even though logically you know you don't want to walk out with a baby because that's not the end game here but you know um the mind body connection um was really massive and so your body believes that you you know you need to take home a baby or you 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 know you you should have a baby with Mm. you yeah and you're mind logically knows that that's not the case and so it took me about three weeks for my mind and my body to catch up with each other and so you're going through all of this grieving process um, that doesn't make a lot of sense because you know on the one hand you know you're overjoyed for your friends and and what you've been able to do for them Um, but on the other hand you've got to let your body go through all of the emotions of not taking a baby home from the hospital so um, that's you know, that was the biggest challenge, I think, for me. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so much lesson in, in just in that comment you made, because oftentimes we logically, you know, we went through this on the wellness breakthrough. There's a logically, there's a lot of things that we should just be able to let go. There's logically, there's no fear into doing, you know, any of the work that we did or any of the things that we were going to do. But the fear is still there or the, the emotion, uh, I guess it's probably the better word is still going to be there. And your ability to deal with that emotion and actually, you know, um, you know, finding some help, getting the right people on board to mentor you through that is, is so critical because oftentimes we feel like we have to do it alone. And when you don't have to do it alone and when you actually have other people going through it and actually can tell you sort of what you may be, what you may have to go through is such a vital component to help you through the process. And we don't have to go through this journey alone. So. Um, I commend you for this. It's just an amazing story, and it just shows the the testament of the type of person you are. And I wish I could talk to you for a, a lot longer, unfortunately. But uh, um, but yeah, I think that uh, people get to really hear your side of the story and, and your journey, but also get to apply that into their lives. And there's so many lessons there, um, utilizing the stories and analogies that you actually provide. So th- thank you for you know being on this call. Thank you for being so open and being so vulnerable. Um, you know that that really helps people. Uh, I think really get connected to you as a person. Thank you. And I think the other analogy around that for me was really massive is that mind-body connection. And I'm sure that, you know, that's the work that all of you you guys do as well. And certainly, you know, from my experience on the Breakthrough Program last year, you know, we, we I think we underestimate that connection sometimes. And so, um, you know, when you go through such a, an extreme event, you know, it just reminds you about that connection, um, you know, getting the mind right 
you know, and the body right in sync at the same time and having that support network around you. So, yeah, yeah thank you for having me today. Absolutely. Um, just to let you know that uh, Damien Christoph is still there. Uh, the reason why you haven't heard him in the second half of this call is simply because he's actually driving uh, at the moment. Uh, he has a meeting to get to. And uh, just from an audio perspective, it wouldn't have been nice to hear him with a, a running car. So he's there, still there, uh, hanging on. I am, I am. I'm here, but I'm just taking off from the lights. Amanda, it's been hilarious to see you get stuck in the Lawrence. I've loved it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. But uh, it really has been beautiful. I'm, I'm sure you can hear the car accelerating. It's been beautiful listening to you, Amanda. And I love everything you're doing. And, you know, uh, congratulations on everything you're achieving, both in life and in business. Thank you. Thanks, Damien. Thanks for all your support. Uh, Amanda, I know that there's, from my understanding, that there's also um, a lot of workshops that you do. Obviously, the best place to, to, to actually for people to find out what you do uh, is in the Well and You website. Is that correct? Yes, yes. So it's www.wellinux.com. And we've actually got Damo coming up on the 4th of March at our Women's Wellness Workshop. It's a Saturday morning workshop here in Melbourne. So that will be a blast um, if people want to check that out on the website as well. Excellent. So uh, for all of you listeners, uh, that's only uh, if you watch, listen to this episode as it first comes out, it's only uh, less than a couple of weeks away. So make sure you go check that out. That's at wellandyou.com. We'll definitely put the link in the show notes. Um, and and uh, that's all you have to do. You just click on the link and uh, go watch uh, Damien do his magic and meet Amanda there guys uh, thank you again thank you so much amanda appreciate you being on the call uh guys make sure you like us on facebook at uh, the wellness guys on the wellness couch facebook page uh leave a message there for us we do answer them uh share the pot this podcast with your friends families and other strangers you think need a wellness update and more importantly please go to itunes and uh, while you're there give us a great rating uh, leave a comment there and subscribe to us those are the those are the key uh things that you should do while you're there on itunes until next week begin creating wellness to your lives lead by example and let's change the world's health together join us next week on the Wellness Guys Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.